to the Employer Blueprint Podcast, where we help leaders build great teams for great companies with your host, entrepreneur and leadership coach, Kyle Gorman. Well, we're bringing you something just a little bit different this week in light of everything going on, everything happening around us right now with coronavirus and sort of shutting down many of our businesses. Um, uh, a dear friend and uh, someone I truly, truly respect, an amazing business leader uh, by the name of Amanda Owen. She's been a guest on the show before, so you can go check out her episode uh, if you'd like to. But she reached out to me uh, one evening and said, I've got this idea. I want to get you and another friend of ours, Drew Hardesty with Wonder Boy Media. I want to get us on a call and just talk through like how do business leaders maintain their vision through this unique time, and especially since there's a lot of downtime for a lot of business leaders, how do we maintain our vision? How do we move forward through all of this? And so, um, fortunately, we were all pretty free, and uh, we were able to jump on a call the next night and just had a great time talking through some of these things. So, Amanda actually led us. She facilitated uh, this meeting. And um, we had just a really good conversation that's great for people to understand the uh, how to deal with the situation that we're in right now, how to lead through that, how to prepare your company for the future, even through this very difficult time. So um, we do have a video of it as well that, that is uh, being released, but I just want to share that this week as a podcast because I think it's incredibly relevant right now. And it was a great conversation. I think you'll gain a lot from it. So Amanda actually leads us and facilitates us this week, but uh, I really felt like this was something that would be great to share with all of you as well. So I do want to remind you, uh, be sure you hit that subscribe button so you get all of the latest content. And... If you have any questions or there's anything that you'd like to get some more information on, you can reach us at podcast at employerblueprint.com. Hey, everybody. We are on a Zoom in order for us to get the message out to everybody that is really in a state of crisis with the um, coronavirus. And I am super excited to be here with Kyle and Drew. Um, and I'm going to let them introduce their self first. Um, and then we will talk about the purpose of what we want you to walk away with of in with this Zoom call. Um, and so first, let me introduce myself and then Drew will go next. My name is Amanda Owen. I am the executive director and a founder of a nonprofit organization here in Owensboro, Kentucky called Puzzle Pieces. Um, I've done that now for seven years. I've learned a lot through that process. And this is a scary time for all business owners, especially those with nonprofit. Of um, We've just recently had to close our doors and only being open for seven years and taking that business um, to now a $2 million operating budget in just seven years. Now, like doors are closed and we're kind of regrouping and, and figuring out we had some great momentum. And so this topic of what we're talking about is focusing on your vision during this time of crisis is really a great reminder for me. And I know these guys here are going to help to um, have great takeaways and um, for you to be focusing on your vision right now during the crisis. So I'll let Drew introduce him, himself. My name is Drew Hardesty. I'm the uh, president of Wonder Boy Media. We are a media company that specializes in photography, videography, and social media marketing. 
And I am Kyle Gorman. Uh, I'm the CEO of Gorman Recruiting and the Employer Blueprint. Uh, so at Gorman Recruiting, we specialize in professional talent acquisition. And uh, under the Employer Blueprint, we are a leadership development company um, helping provide freedom to business leaders uh, by uh, encouraging, encouraging them to develop high-performing teams around them. So I think that what you all should know is we all collaborate here locally in Owensboro, Kentucky. Um, and I think whether it's a small business or a big business, it all it takes all of us to kind of come together and um, and collaborate and refocus. And I'm just very fortunate to have collaborated with these two gentlemen um, to really take a small business and make it into a bigger business and. and um, leadership within that. So we could talk about so many topics, but I think tonight what we want to focus in on is just focusing the vision of what to do right now during this crisis and the shutdown. And so some of the walk away, the takeaways, um, maybe the nuggets um, would be how to shift your mindset from a wait to see to really a action driven mindset of what to do and how to do it. Um, I think that we'll talk a little bit more about that, but that's what we really want you to walk away with while also kind of using what can we do to use everybody's using Zoom and social media platforms and how can we use technology right now to um, build our business and, and, and help us to focus our vision um, during this sh um, shutdown, but also be prepared when we come back. So I think that that is something that we want you to walk away with. And then also if just, you know, this is the time I think people are going to be thinking about visions and have those visions and, and maybe some big ideas, but how do you kind of take that vision or that idea and really make it come to reality and what action steps to do that. So um, we're going to kind of pretend like this is more like a panel. I'm going to throw out some questions and I might add to it. Drew might add to it. Kyle could add to it. But we really just want this to be um, as much information and walk away for you guys as possible. So we're excited to share all of our little tips and thoughts as it relates to the coronavirus and business, as we should say. <laughs> Um, so let's kick it off with Drew. My question is going to kind of go more to you first. And then right now during the shutdown, um, and I'm saying shutdown, most of all businesses have been shut down at this point. And we're all at home, probably working from home. What action should we be focusing on right now as it relates to social media and what content should we put, be putting out there um, as it relates to us being shut down? You know, I was kind of thinking about this. You, you prepared us a little bit, and I wanted to kind of backtrack to before this all went down. So let's imagine we're three months ago, and none of this has hit the United States yet. Um, one of the things we always tell our clients, and we try to practice ourselves, it gets difficult at times, but consistency is key. And so if before all this happened, if you were staying consistent in your social media message and your branding and you're out there consistently to your followers, then right now you're kind of sitting pretty uh, because people, you're top of mind of all your followers, uh, especially, you know, these restaurants are having to do drive-throughs or carryouts or, you know, curbside pickup. You know, if you, if you were top of mind to your followers before this happened, then they know, oh yeah, 
Real Hacienda is open or uh, Beeple Brady's has great food and they run this deal on this day. And so they know your message. They know what you're putting out there and they know who to go to because everybody's looking to buy local right now. And so um, kind of leading up to this whole mess, uh, consistency was key. And I think as we've gotten into it, I think the message is still the same. It's consistency. And, and you mentioned, um, you know, a lot of businesses are shut down except for the essential businesses, like, you know, grocery stores and hospitals. And, and I'll kind of get to those, address those in a second. But for those businesses that are shut down, I think your consistency should stay the same. Um, you should be posting as regular as you were before it happened or as regularly as before. Um, even if it's just a, a quick photo of you sanitizing door handles or letting your followers know, hey, this place is going to be spick and span when we're back open. Uh, or, um, you know, maybe you're reaching out to the community in some way and you want your, your followers to know that uh, you're still staying active in the community. You care about the community. Maybe you're sewing surgical masks for the hospital, you know, whatever it is, get that message out there, stay consistent. And I know it's hard. I know it's hard. Um, trust me. It's hard to, to um, be positive, to be optimistic, uh, to be um, proactive and, and stay on top of things. But um, your message if you can stay consistent throughout this whole mess, uh, it, I think you're going to come out at the end, which we'll get to in a minute, uh, looking really, really, really well. Um, and now when it comes to, you know, hospitals and grocery stores, I think their message needs to be out there. Um, and it's, it's tough. I know hospitals are all hands on deck, grocery stores, same way. But even if it's just the note saying, hey, we just got a shipment of milk in, you know, don't everybody come rushing at once. There's plenty to go around. Just, you know, you know, we've, we've all been watching old Andy, Andy Bashir has been our Mr. Rogers every evening at four o'clock and, you know, um, just buy enough for the week. And so grocery stores can be helping with this message that our governor's trying to get out to everyone and, and saying, staying consistent, letting people know what's in, when the next shipment's coming. And these are all important things, I think, that we can uh, keep in mind throughout this whole ordeal. I think those are, are great reminders. Kyle, do you have something to add? Yeah, I want to I want to add there, um, and I think you're exactly right, Drew. And one of the other things, because I know in several of uh, the businesses that I talked to, especially early in this, you know, looking early, meaning a week or two ago, um, as the way it's it's uh, compounded so quickly, but that social media side was one that seemed early on like uh, that was an easy line item to kind of get rid of or say, well, that's just a distraction. I'm going to focus on that. One of the other things that I want to mention that I think is really important when it comes to the social media piece is that more people are spending more time on social media right now than what they were three weeks ago. And so because of that, if your competitor said, well, that's a distraction, I can't focus on that right now, and you stay consistent with it, you have a huge leg up on them. And um, with us having more people that are focusing on, you know, they're spending more time on social media, that's all the more reason right now to make sure that as a business, you are putting out some sort of content, you're giving resources, you're just sharing information, whatever it is you're doing, whatever your, your kind of strategy is that you're continuing to do that. Because if the other businesses around you to say, we're not going to do that, you start to kind of pick up that share of people's attention. I think just exactly. A, I couldn't agree more. Um, I think as a follow-up question um, in reference to what you just stated, um, um, Kyle, is 
you know, it's hard for business owners and I'm, I'm right there with them. So it's really, really hard to stay motivated and energized during this time of uncertainty and not knowing when we're going to be able to open back up or what that blow is going to be. And so it's kind of a two, two question. Um, what I'm going to ask like a two part to maybe both of you all is how do we as business leaders and business owners stay motivated and energized, but then also how do we do that effectively on Facebook and the social media platforms of sharing the message to, I think there's a, there's a twofold question in that regards um, amongst our, amongst our team and then amongst also the community as, as a whole. Um, so I would love to hear both of your all's um, standpoint and I'll start with Kyle first. Well, yeah, so, um, it is really critical right now that we stay, uh, energized, that we stay positive as best we can. And, um, the one point that I want to make here, especially is, uh, you know, I'm talking to business leaders. So as I'm talking to a business leader, if for no other reason, you owe it to your team to stay positive through this and to stay motivated and energized. Um, and sometimes that's the call of a leader is that uh, you've got to um, get out of your own head and, and focus on the people around you instead. And so if you need to go in your room and cry every day to help get through some of this, then go do it. But by damn, whenever you get back in front of your team, you better put on that face and make sure that they know um, here's what we're doing. Here's how we're doing it. You know, and, and, you know, we just talked about the governor here in Kentucky, um, you know, ha- has done a, a good job of this. I mean, there's no doubt that all of our elected officials are facing a ridiculous amount of stress right now, but whenever they go up in that press conference, there's a persona that they put on and we've got to do the same thing as business leaders. So as far as staying motivated, you know, I think one of the ways that we do that is we continue to focus on how we're able to help, what we're able to do um, through this crisis, be able to think a little bit more towards the future. And oftentimes business leaders have that mindset where we're kind of thinking forward anyway, thinking what's this going to look like on the other end? Um, what are some things that we can do to help us get there? And, um, and, and making sure that we take time to isolate, to breathe, to think about what's really happening around us. What are the silver linings? You know, one of the things that I've been sharing with a lot of clients lately is, yeah, this is a tough, difficult, challenging time as a business owner or business leader. But what you can focus on is the extra time that your team gets to spend with their family right now, the game nights, the meals, these types of things that are helping sort of reset them a little bit, um, maybe reset activities a little bit. And so finding those silver linings Figuring out what those things are for your employees, for your team, can really help keep you motivated. And then the other thing that I would say in this, as far as you know, staying a little bit energized through this, is um, you know, kind of gives you an opportunity to maybe uh, take care of things that you otherwise haven't been for a while, and um, take care of those project lists or this kind of side hustle, this side projects that you wanted to work on, taking time to do those things. And it's a great way to keep your mind occupied, to keep you moving forward, and to keep you motivated, even in this difficult and challenging time. So I know you kind of had two questions in there, but, but I think it's both important for us, but it's also important for our team that we maintain that, that energy for them. And Drew, to kind of follow up back, you were saying something with consistency earlier of social media. I think um, 
and kind of going off what Kyle just said as, you know, being energized and doing that for our team and being motivated. How, how do you think, how important is that also during this time and, and what we should be sharing transparency with where we're at on focusing on our vision and me, meaning that to be positive and energized um, as it relates to the community? Yeah. Um, and just to kind of build on that, and this is going to sound granola, but I, I know when I haven't run in a while, when I'm just like down in the dumps and just feel yucky and extra, I think personal health is just going to be very important right now. And, and, um, like I haven't run in weeks and I can tell, <laughs> you know, I get up in the morning and I'm grouchy and whatever. So I think personal health is going to help. And and like how mentioned me as a leader, you know, if, if I'm optimistic and hopeful, then that, that kind of passes down to the rest of the team. And so, you know, that's important. And then you mentioned transparency on social media. I've always been a big advocate for transparency in a professional way on social media because so much of social media can be fake. Um, not, we're not, we're definitely not the best, but, you know, we try to, you know, show, you know, a little behind the scenes or uh, it's not always just a polished video or a polished photo or whatever. It's, we'll show you the behind the scenes or how it was made. And, you know, maybe some of the, the, the wreck drone or whatever happens, you know, we try and be as transparent as possible. And I think that's important right now is to let people know, Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm frustrated, but I'm optimistic. I'm hopeful. We're going to get through this. Uh, community, unity, together, you know, these are all like keywords that you could be using um, on, on your social media platforms right now. I think those are all great advice. I know that us at Puzzle Pieces, um, I know that we are, you know, I even went, I, I wanted, I toyed a lot with, do I do a live video? Do I want to do a video of just a, a ver- being very real and very honest? Because I feel like we're all in this together and that's the feel and the community of what we, we want to see leaders and we want to see businesses saying that, you know what, I'm confident. I'm confident that we're going to get to the other side and I'm focusing on our vision. I'm focusing on our mission and I, I'm doing what's needed and, and, and I'm very confident in the decisions I'm making. Um, but yeah, is it gonna is it gonna be tough for all of us? Absolutely, it's gonna be tough. But I think we toyed with that idea for a while of whether or not we do a video or not, just to just to be raw and just to to for people to feel the the emotions, but also being confident within that emotion as well. And so um, that's still something we're kind of toying with. And um, we put out um, definitely post that related to a lot of what you had said earlier in reference to cleaning and and staying positive and what we were doing with the clients because we serve people with disabilities. And so we were, we were kind of sharing what we were doing with the clients to stay positive as well. So I think that's great. I think that right now, what I would like to add in a sense, um, what Kyle was mentioning, um, one of the, the back burner tasks that I have found to rejuvenate me right now and energize me is I went through all of my 3,000 and something emails that just stay in the box. And I started to delete those. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I've got me categorize my emails. And I feel so like, oh, I can breathe. And as simple as that, that I would have never taken the time to do, has got me, okay, that weight's a little bit, I feel more productive. That weight's a little lifted. So I'm a little bit more motivated and energized to keep on <laughs> trucking. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Sometimes it's the little tasks that we get done. Just, just feeling that checkbox feels good. Yeah. Yes. Um, okay. So let's talk small. And this is going to be more directed to Kyle in the beginning. So let's talk small and big business. Right now, mm-hmm. I think that, and I'm coming off of great motivation. Um, I shouldn't say motivation. I'm coming off great momentum. So we were in a great place um, and with our business of, of carrying out great momentum off of some big fundraisers and a lot of um, engagement within um, our team and, and with our clients and with our community. So let's, let's now everything's kind of on a pause button, right? So everything's kind of shut down. Um, how do I, as a business leader, um, whether I'm small and or big, what should I be focusing on in two, in two aspects? Maybe to continue that momentum, what can I do right now to continue that momentum of when we go back? But then also maybe on the flip side, maybe people right now are thinking, man, we were not going anywhere. We were struggling and now the doors are closed. We're going to be that much more in a struggle position. So yeah. what can we do right now during this shutdown to have a reset button? What would be some tips and thoughts that we really should be diving into to either um, restart our momentum or continue our momentum? Mm-hmm. Well, okay. So it's kind of a loaded question. I could probably go on for an hour on each of these things, so, but I'll, I will try not to. Um, so, you know, we, we're looking at, at two different very different aspects here. If we want to continue momentum, let's start on that. Um, in continuing momentum, what we've got to do is we need to take this time to streamline. Uh, so understanding that even if things were going really well, it's not like all of a sudden one day the government says, hey, we're open again. And boom, everything's right back to where it was. So there's going to be this gradual process of ramping up our employees again, um, of going through some additional training, of getting our clients uh, comfortable and, and getting them back in a routine and a groove. So, you know, there's, there's a process to making this all happen. And you can look at all of the different things cyclically through um, our uh, economic past to sh- kind of show you how those will work. But if we want to continue our momentum, what we've got to do is use this time to streamline and define uh, kind of how we are going to do that so that when we start to feel that, that um, push again, then we aren't saying, oh gosh, well, now we're, we've got to ramp back up. What do we do? So that's how we need to be staying busy right now to continue momentum. Let's streamline our processes. Let's determine how this is going to look. Okay, when, when all of a sudden everything, let's say, does just get opened up and they say, hey, next Monday, we're, everybody's open for business again. What are the steps we need to take with the staff that we do still have? Maybe we're running on a skeleton staff. And so we've got to figure out the staff that we have. How do we start operating at 70%, 80%, 90% and work our way to where we need to be, where we should have been? Um, so that, that kind of speaks to the continued momentum. Uh, the other side of it for those that maybe were already struggling a little bit. And so, you know, when something like this hits, it's like week one, you know, you're out of business, we're done. Um, what I encourage you to do in that is go back and focus on, um, your kind of your core values. Like who, who were you? What was your mission? What were you trying to accomplish? What was your vision? And then determine if that still makes sense, even as we come out of this. And if it does, then maybe the service that you provided looks different, but you're still providing uh, a service or, or a product. So, um, you know, even if you were a 
a small retail, let's say that you're a boutique. Well, you know, if it was struggling, if it wasn't going well, then what changes do you need to be planning for now so that when things open back up, you're prepared? Maybe your location was bad. Maybe your product offering was bad. Maybe your customer service was bad. Now's the time to think about that to make sure that when this takes back off, you are able to launch based on kind of this new mindset. If you're in a service industry, maybe you're taking this time to say, our service offering is going to look different. We're going to have a new model. We're going to have a new price structure. But we're still focusing on um, the market that we serve, the gap in the market. We're still focusing on our core values and who we are. So it doesn't necessarily just negate our entire vision, but this this gives us an opportunity. And I can't stress that enough. When something like this happens, it gives us an opportunity to shift. And, um, you know, going back for those that remember the 2008 downturn, obviously that was significantly different because it hit certain areas of the economy and didn't hit others. And we had time to prepare for that. But one of the things, if you look back at that, and, and I was in the financial service industry when that happened. And so I got to experience some of it firsthand. And one of the trends that I noticed is that a lot of companies were making changes that they should have already made, but they waited and used that as an excuse to do it. And so, really, you may be in the same situation. If you've been struggling for the last 18 months, now we're in this crisis mode, maybe this is your excuse. And so, you need to figure out what to do here to help launch you forward when things start to relax and start to recover a bit. Man, those are some great tips and thoughts. And um, I know that there will be things that I'll need to put in action for sure to continue that momentum. Um, and that's kind of where the heart of what we're trying to say is focus on your vision, focus on your mission. You should be aligning with your core values. You shouldn't be second guessing everything right now, but just fine tuning it and, and, and really hashing it out and really stripping it down to your bare bones and really making sure you're doing what you're supposed to be doing um, and instead of just hitting mm-hmm. the pause button. I know that that's what I'm doing. With yeah. that being said, Drew, I'm, I'm interested to hearing what you, you know, recently um, we rebranded everything right before we actually closed. I say close. We hit the pause button. We're forced closure in, with the crisis. Um, right. And so we spent a lot of time understanding what it looked like to rebrand and, and redesign and, and really be consistent with that brand. And, and I learned a lot through that process. If somebody is at home right now and they're thinking, man, I really need a target as I look at my core values, I'm, I'm focusing on my vision. I really don't even know what my brand looks like. Is now a good time that during this shutdown that we should be as business owners, leaders, really thinking about our brand and as it relates and the messages that we're putting out there. And um, yeah, so what's your thoughts of how we can look at that right now and take some actions now to be prepared when we open? Well, I can tell you as a business owner myself, I am, that's all I'm thinking about is my brand right now. So, um, and, and it's, we kind of walk a fine line right now because, uh, we offer services that, um, like Kyle mentioned earlier, most people are starting to cut right now. Uh, don't see as necessary, whereas we would see it as necessary and not because it, you know, helps us financially, but because it helps other business, it helps your, you know, all these other business owners out there to, to maintain this presence out in front of your followers and your following is just, it's so important right now. So, you know, to answer your question, if, if they feel like it's a rebranding or, you know, Kyle mentioned kind of 
changing focus or maybe it's a new price point or whatever it, it may be for your business. I, I mean, yeah, now's the time to think about it because um, as soon as this gets back to normal, which is going to, it's going to get back to normal eventually. And when it does, you've got to be ready to hit the ground running. And, you know, it can be as simple as iPhone photos or videos or whatever it may be, but that content's got to be there. And especially if you're at home right now, um, and especially if you don't have kids at home right now, you've got all the time in the world to be drawing up, you know, logo designs and, and business plans and all sorts of stuff that you can be, you know, doodling and getting together and pulling your thoughts together so that when your doors open back up, you are out the gate, you know, and, and videos can be recorded before we're back to normal photos can be taken before we're back to normal uh, posts can be scheduled for here to, I think, six months out, at least on Facebook. So, I mean, you can you can be planning ahead right now. Um, and I, I think there's, you know, no reason why we shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. I think that, that, again, great points from both of you all. I think that one of the things um, you talked about scheduling things out and and looking at and looking at that of what we can be doing right now. What should we prioritize when we get back into the office um, or back into the workload? Um, and maybe everything just the pause button hit play and we're back in the action. What should we focus in on the most as it relates to um, getting that message out there that, hey, we're back in business or should should we be transparent? Maybe this is to both of y'all. Should we be transparent of um, where we're going and as we've refocused our vision of what we're putting out there. Yeah, I feel like, and I could be completely wrong on this, but I feel like there's going to be a lot of like grand reopenings for businesses. Um, they're going to, you know, roll out the red carpet and let maybe have a few deals. You know, it's the COVID recovery <laughs> deal. I don't know what they're going to call it, but they could be having some some excellent deals for people just to to draw trust and you know hey we're clean we're open we're ready for business bring bring our our demographic back into the brick and mortar or the online store or whatever it may be um, and so there's going to be a lot of you know bells and whistles going off whenever this thing gets back to normal whenever we hit that play button again and so you know that those are things that you have to capitalize on. And you, you need media for that. You need, you, you know, that's where everybody is. You, you reach your demographic where they are and everybody's on social media. Everybody's, you know, watching TV. Um, so, you know, these commercials or videos, photos, posts, you know, all these things need to be, you know, top of mind. That's the only way you're going to get your message out. You know, that's how you get your message out, especially these days. Okay. One of the things, so I, I want to wrap because I, I know that um, we've been kind of, we could go on forever. I have so much that I would love to say that I'm just like fighting back, but um, we're all three business leaders and, and definitely involved in our community here in Owensboro, Kentucky. I, I just kind of want everybody to have a little bit of t- takeaways and, and, and I don't mind to, to start, but just of like tips and thoughts that business owners, leaders should be really, um, you know, I feel like we're in this wait and see mentality and I want to be different than that. I don't want to just wait to see what my expenses are going to be like and my income is what it's going to do. I don't, I know Kyle said something earlier that really like, and, and I didn't realize that my mindset has been here. 
um, on this word, and that's opportunity. If we're really looking at this, um, I think our mindset plays a big key in this. And, and if we're looking at this as a setback and not an opportunity to really dig deep and do the work, now's really that time. If it ever could be, we'll never get it in, well, I hope we'll never get it in history again. Um, but I'm really personally, um, I mean, it's scary. There's a lot of uncertainty, but I know that I'm going to get through it. There's no choice for me. There's no choice for the people I want to serve. There's no choice for my staff. And so really I, I spent a lot of my time, um, as we've grown as a business, I spent a lot of time through a lot of insight with Kyle and I shared books and, and um, insights and coaching of culture. And that's a whole nother topic. But I really spent a lot of work working on my team and building my team. And then now I just had to let go of some of those team members that I value 100%. So really a lot of what I'm going to be spending time that I encourage everybody, if you're in that mindset of, man, I I don't want my team culture to lack because I need those people to come back with me. I need my business to, it depends on the team, but for unforced, not having the expectations and not knowing what's going to happen, we had to lay off people without wanting to. Um, So I'm really diving into what can I do during this that, shows the people, even that the people I laid off, how can I do community with them? And how can I show them that I value them? And so that's really what I'm doing as a business leader right now is um, I have 59 employees and I had to lay off 29 of them. And that's a huge blow. <laughs> um, and and yeah. a lot of them have been with me for years. And so really that's where my focus of my vision is. I need every single one of them to come back. And I need every single one of them to not compare of why I made the decisions I made. And so I was very transparent with that throughout the way. And I'm spending a lot of my time doing Zoom calls with them, um, of getting to know them more, sending them personal letters. So that's really what I'm doing because I think that that's going to carry my momentum when I go back. So any tips or thoughts of what you all are doing right now to help focus your vision of when you all get to kind of reset, um, coming back to opening or launching or Things like that. Go ahead, Drew. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I I can echo what you're saying. We're we're kind of a small outfit, you know. There's just a couple of us here, but uh, communication's been key um, since they, you know, they closed all businesses to you know non-essential businesses to traffic, and we don't really have a lot of traffic in our office because we do more of our editing. It's kind of a base of operations, but um, you know. Joel packed up his computer and took it home and, you know, sent me a picture of his empty desk. And it's just like, man, this is kind of hitting, hitting pretty close now. And at that point we realized, you know, communication is key. And so today he called me and was just like, Hey, how you doing? How's the family? You know, this is what I'm working on. What are you working on? And, and so I think that's important for us for morale. Number one is just to kind of maintain open lines of communication there. Um, it's real easy for me with, you know, family and wife working from home to just get buried by that. And I need to set aside, you know, 15 minutes a day and, and talk to them, just be like, Hey, this is, this is important. You're important to me. Um, you're important to Wonder Boy. You know, this is, this is, we need each other. And, and so I, I think, I think you really hit it. That kind of open line of communication is what we're focused on at least. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So, you know, it's a tough thing right now um, because as a business leader, we feel the stress and the pain of all of this. And unfortunately, part of what we're called to as a business leader um, sometimes entails a situation like what you're talking about, Amanda, where you're laying people off that you care about, that it's not like they were underperformers and, and you needed them out of the organization for the sake of the organization. Um, but we are called to steward that company, and, and sometimes that's part of doing that. Um, so, you know, one of the things that I, I think is really important, I love what you're doing in talking to, communicating with, and, and keeping those channels open with those employees that you've had to let go, um, because I think that's going to be key in your success as an individual and your success as a company and in their success, whether they come back with you or they go somewhere else, you are defining the model of what a great leader should be. And so you're helping them understand this is what the norm should be. Don't settle for less. You're better than that. And, um, and so I, I think that's a really good example that you're setting there. Um, I'm actually kind of going through a process right now where I'm, I'm, doing some um, webinars specifically on this talking about leading through crisis. And there are four things that I'm going through there. And so just briefly, you know, I'm talking about we have to remain calm because um, our team is going to follow the example of the leader. We have to be compassionate and empathetic because everybody is dealing with unique times. I, I, I can't tell you how frustrated I get when I hear someone complain about their situation, when their situation isn't as bad as millions of other people happening right now, um, <clears throat> you know, like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I have to work from home. Well, you know, 3 million people just got fired. So suck it up. So we have to be um, compassionate to that and understanding that other people are going through challenging times. They're working from home. They've got kids all around them that are driving them crazy. Their spouse is home. Their spouse may have lost their job. We need to be compassionate and empathetic to that. Um, we have to communicate transparently, and I feel like that's kind of been the theme of this entire um, discussion. You know, we talked about that a lot, communicating transparently. And that means it's okay to share your concerns, to tell people, this is what I'm worried about. And and I want you to understand, like, I am human too. And, and don't feel like you have to have all of the answers. No one expects you to have all of the answers, but they do expect you to listen to the questions. And so that's part of our responsibility uh, as a leader is to be able to communicate transparently and then also just showing gratitude. And that means we're showing gratitude to the people that are still with us. We're showing gratitude to the people that we have had to make difficult decisions about and letting them know how much we appreciate them, how much we love them, how much we care about them. And part of that includes exactly what you're talking about is, you know, it, you can't adequately say and honestly say, like, I care about you. I love you. I want what's best for you. And then tomorrow when you don't have a job again, I never talk to you again. That's just not the way it works. And so opening up those channels of communication and continuing to check on people and support them, even if it's just supporting them socially and how are you doing? How are you feeling? I'm here as a shoulder. That's a win. We have to do those things. So um, this is a challenging, difficult time for business leaders because we are uncertain what the future holds, but everyone around us has the same uncertainty. And there's a certain expectation that's on us and how we handle this and deliver those messages. I think that's a great reminder. And I can't go without asking this question, especially because I have both of you on here. Um, one of the things that, and I'm very passionate about this too, so this will be the, the wrap of it. Um, I, I talk major about this all the time of taking, I think a lot of people are going to come up with some great ideas in these next, in this next couple of weeks of however long these uncertainties of closures will happen. 
people are going to be brainstorming. They're going to be thinking of what, how can I be innovative? They're going to come up with an idea. But I feel like where the three of us might be a little bit different than most is when we have that vision and we have that idea, we're really able to take that to an action um, and, 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 and see to it. You know, like I, when we talked about doing this, I mean, we've just done it the next night. You know, let's just do it. When we have an idea, just do it. And I think so many people... Um, you know, my thoughts on that during this time, and I'd love to know y'all's thoughts, you know, I'll always say to myself when I have an idea, I like to talk to other people about my ideas. I almost need that like, yeah, that's great. Or no, that's horrible. Um, so I need that affirmation from people. But uh, also, um, one of the things that I do a little bit different is I don't wait till everything's figured out. Um, and I think that that's why people put the brakes on so much. And, and I think that's probably more important, probably the biggest tip that I have in this whole mess of, of a crisis and uncertainty is we're all in it to not kind of what going back to what Kyle said, we're all in it. We don't know what's going to happen. So don't wait till you have every single answer all figured out or waiting to see what's going to happen before you take action on the idea that you have. Because you never know. You might be the trailblazer that took an idea and made it happen before anybody else did it. But you're setting to see what happens. So that would be like my tidbit of what to do to take that vision or that idea that you have right now to, to make it into action. Do y'all have any last minute tips that you all would like to share in reference to taking ideas or interventions, um, creativity to the next level to make them happen? Well, I, I might mention that um, the one thing that I always advise when people um, have that creative mind, have that kind of, uh, whether it's an entrepreneurial spirit or just kind of a creative mindset is to find honest people around you. Um, you know, I think it's great in a, in a situation like this and, and some of the things that we're facing for people to come up with ideas and use this to let those creative juices flow a little bit. Um, what we have to be careful of is come out of a bad situation and put ourselves in a worse situation. And so uh, one of the things that I, I generally recommend, you know, when people are thinking through things right now, look, your mom is going to tell you it's a great idea. Uh, your spouse may even tell you it's a great idea. Your best friend is going to think it's amazing. Those aren't the people that you need to be asking about. Go and, and say, hey, I've got this idea. This is how it would look and talk to people about it and, and find people that are willing to challenge you to ask you questions and say, well, what about this? Or what about the other? Have you thought through this? Um, you might want to consider this thing. And, and not because you want them to um, discourage you from your amazing idea, but simply try to save you from hitting a wall that you weren't expecting. And so I think it's great. And I think times like this, you're exactly right. It is through times like this that we find um, uh, ingenuity. This is whenever we see people coming up with ideas that change the world. Um, but just I really want to encourage people as you're sitting there and you're thinking through these ideas and you've got plans and thoughts and just make sure you find good people around you that can give you honest answers and ask the tough questions and help you. You know, it's, it's the gift of the truth, really help you understand what you're doing so that you don't come out of this and say, well, I'm not going to go back to work for somebody because I've got this million dollar idea, but yet I don't know how to execute it. Find those people to help you with those things. Yeah. And I would, uh, it's funny you asked this question because probably a couple of days ago, I was in a group text with, uh, you know, a few guys and 
I tell them there's going to be some great content that comes out of this whole mess because people are just stuck in their homes and they're writing music and they're writing or make shooting videos and silly dances and whatever. Maybe I'm on TikTok too much. I don't know, but I think there's going to be some great content that's going to come out of this whole mess. So that's optimistic and hopeful for me at least. But uh, in terms of like a, you know, a, a strategy or an idea or something you're really looking to to push into. And I would just recommend documenting the whole thing, document yeah. the entire process, whether that's video, photo, journal, something, stay creative. Mm-hmm. And that will help you, you know, as you're, 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 you mentioned, you may not have all the answers right away. Well, when a problem comes up, if you're, constantly being creative, then you can creatively solve the problem and go on to the next problem and then push through and, and push through to your end goal, whatever that may be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. I agree. What a great topic. I know that we could go on forever. Um, so um, before we get off here, just so that I'm lucky enough that I get to have um, you know, y'all tell me if it's amazing idea or not so amazing idea, or you're crazy. Um, but I would like, um, because we're all going to be able to use this zoom call with all of our, our people that we connect with. So just so that we're, um, everybody that's listening to this, um, because y'all are so resourceful in so many different ways. Can you all share just verbally how people can go about to get connected with you and your business as they might have follow-up questions or ideas that they want to um, pick your brain? So Drew, can you start first of how people can find you and um, connect with you? Yep. And I'm pushing social media right now. So Facebook it is. Go to uh, Facebook, Wonder Boy Media. You can get in our DMs. My phone number's on there. You can go to our website and reach out to us to the website from there. But everything's going to flow through social media right now. That's where everybody is. Yeah. So, uh, I'm kind of the same way. So I, I would say, first of all, um, just connecting with me directly, uh, feel free to connect with me through LinkedIn. Um, I'm a uh, real Kyle Gorman on LinkedIn. And then also, um, on Facebook, you can find us at employer blueprint, uh, through Facebook and, um, and, you know, certainly connect, connect with either one of those locations and uh, feel free to reach out. And if you have any questions, I'm an open book. Um, feel free to reach out and, and love to help in any way that I can. Awesome. Thank you guys. And for, for myself, that is pieces of me on Facebook. So um, we're on Instagram pieces of me by Amanda. Um, I love sharing and I'm always connected with these guys. And so um, thank you all for your time. I know that you all got to sneak out of your house with kids at home. I'm still in my house with kids. Um, so I appreciate your time. Thank you all. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for joining us on the Employer Blueprint Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the show to receive the latest episodes. For more information on how Employer Blueprint can help build great teams in your business, visit employerblueprint.com. Or to inquire about Kyle speaking at your next event, visit kylegorman.com. And until next time, make it a great day. Today's episode was produced by Just You Marketing for all of your podcast needs. Just You Marketing has you covered. Be sure to hit the subscribe button before you leave today and leave us a review where Ever you get your podcasts. If you have any questions, we'd love to hear from you and you can reach us at podcast at employerblueprint.com.